for years, I couldn't show my work, I couldn't get a gallery. People in New York wouldn't pay attention to me. I had to take two and three jobs to survive. And a lot of it wasn't me personally. It was the way women were treated. Remember, in the 60s, they didn't show women in art galleries. It was unheard of. So I think I deserve it. (laughs) Welcome to Art is Awesome, the show where we talk with an artist, or art worker with a connection to the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm your host, Emily Wilson. As a writer in San Francisco covering the arts, I see so many hardworking artists doing interesting work here in the Bay Area, and I wanted people to know about them. So I came up with Art is Awesome. And today we'll be talking with multimedia artist and filmmaker, Lynn Hirschman Leeson. This is from a visit I made to her show, About Face, at San Francisco's Altman Siegel Gallery. The show covered the last five decades of Hirschman Leeson's pioneering career and her work exploring the role of technology in the human condition. The artist says the show came about when she kept seeing faces as she looked through her collection of work over the years. Walking through the exhibition, she stopped by one of her 1966 breathing machines, a wax head with a wig and a tape recorder that talks to you. So this is a historic piece because it's really the first media work anybody ever did. And it, you, put, you stand in front of it. See, it's hard because of the space to hear it, but if you listen, it talks to you. Sometimes it was hard being ahead of her time, like with her show more than 50 years ago at the University Art Museum in Berkeley. The problem was these breathing machines and the uh, self-portrait were so early that they thought it wasn't art. I had one show at the University Art Museum that they closed down when I showed these, and then nobody would show them. I made them in 66, but they weren't really shown until 2014 in Germany. Along with the breathing machine, the show includes an old-fashioned metal lunchbox with a ceramic mouth inside, digital prints of cyborgs, and stamps that the artist made with her image on them and sent out because she says she wanted the government to cancel her face. Her whole career, she's been exploring the same few ideas. Duchamp said that if you're lucky, you have three ideas in your lifetime. They're they're all the same idea, but they look different. (laughs) Then she laughed and said maybe she didn't have three ideas. Using technology like sound and sensors, which is really the AI and cyborgs. Maybe there's two. <laughs> the other one is about, you know, identity and loss of loss of self, where the blur of reality ends and what makes something fiction. Hirschman Leeson studied biology as well as art at UC Berkeley. She says she's always loved science as well as technology. When I was in high school, I tried to Xerox a drawing, and it got caught in the machine. And it was a really good drawing, but I was trying to get it out, and it ripped, and it was filled with ink. I thought it was better. (laughs) So I thought, technology's not the enemy, it's our partner. But the show displays some sinister effects of technology, such as surveillance and erasure of identity. 
1973, the artist started one of her most well-known bodies of work, which blurred reality and fiction. Hirschman Leeson created a fictional character, Roberta Brightmore, and performed her going about her daily activities, such as getting a driver's license, an apartment, and putting an ad in the newspaper for a roommate. With Roberta, you lose your identity if you try to imitate somebody's image of what you should look like. But now, surveillance is covert, and you don't even know your identity is being stolen. And you're put on lists, and you're deprived of, of your rights, essentially. So that's what I wanted that, that piece to be about, to make people aware how much they're losing without knowing it by uh, just giving their identity away, their digital identity. For years, Hirschman Leeson fought for recognition. Now in her 80s, it's finally come. A couple years ago, she had her first retrospective in New York, and then she was invited to the Venice Biennale. For years, I couldn't show my work, I couldn't get a gallery. Um, people in New York wouldn't pay attention to me, and I lived in basements, you know, you had to take two and three jobs to survive. And a lot of it wasn't me personally, it was the way women were treated. I keep reminding them here, I say, remember in the 60s they didn't show women in, in art galleries. You know, it was, it was unheard of. So I think I deserve it. <laughs> this is the part of the show called Three Questions, where in every conversation I have with artists, I end with three questions to learn a little more about them. Starting with, what's your work routine? I like to draw a lot and read and uh, be alone a lot. If I'm working on a project, um, like a video or the piece I did for Venice, I am obsessive and I work on that all the time. But in between, it just depends on what's going on. What is the most creatively inspiring place in the Bay Area for you? <laughs> Sitting alone in my room. <laughs> but um, the museums here have good shows. They have um, SFMA has some good shows right now. Seeing other other work is important. So maybe that. Yeah. And finally, when did you know that you were an artist? I could never do anything else. <laughs> So I remember that my brothers got lessons, and we would go to the, uh, on Saturdays, we'd go to the Cleveland Museum, which is a great museum. And they would go to their lessons where they were told to draw, and girls couldn't go to the lessons. So I just wandered through the museums. And I remember wanting to paint like they were, and I always was writing and drawing. And that's it for this week's episode of Art is Awesome. Thanks again to our guest, multimedia artist Lynn Hirschman Leeson. Earlier this year, the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art acquired a piece by her, its first non-fungible token, or NFT. Currently, she has another show at San Francisco's Altman Siegel Gallery. It's up through July 8th, and it's from her Phantom Limb series from the 80s, which deals with the effects of technology and mass media on women's bodies. Please check our show notes for more information and subscribe. In our next episode, we'll have a conversation with Ron Saunders. 
He co-founded an organization for black artists in San Francisco, makes photograms, and was recently chosen as an honoree by Yerba Buena Center for the Arts. Art is Awesome is a bi-weekly podcast dropping every other Tuesday. It was created and hosted by me, Emily Wilson. It is produced and edited by Charlene Gotu of Gotu Productions. Our theme music is provided by Kevin McLeod with Incompetech Music. Be sure to follow us on social media or visit our website. Till next time.